This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, May 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's Sabalines. State discusses port congestion. FACA follows Vilsack lead on Carbon Bank. And DEMS shore up civilian climate core support. State officials to discuss port congestion with industry groups. Representatives from trucking, shipping, and port associations will discuss the growing congestion at the nation's ports at a state ag board meeting today. Growers, retailers, and food processors are also on the agenda alongside transportation and business officials from the Newsom administration. We need to look at collaborative solutions, said CDFA Secretary Karen Ross in a statement. All parties share a commitment to expand trade by moving products efficiently and effectively. Board President Don Cameron said the pandemic has had a ripple effect within the marketplace, leading to even more congestion than usual at the ports. Colorado River Reservoirs to Reach Historic Lows The Bureau of Reclamation has declared an official shortage for the Colorado River region based on the latest projections for inflow. Lake Mead, the largest reservoir in the U.S., stands at just 40% of normal for water storage. Upstream from Mead, Lake Powell is forecast to have an inflow of 45% of average for April through July. Officials are preparing water conservation measures. FACA follows Vilsack lead on Carbon Bank. The Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance is out with its recommendations for a USDA-run carbon bank, but they are limited to setting goals for a series of pilot projects. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has suggested that the carbon bank would be used initially for pilot projects. So FACA followed his lead and suggested issues that such pilots should address. We wanted to figure out how to encourage USDA to produce information that benefits the range of agriculture, said Jenny Hopkinson, Senior Government Relations Representative for the National Farmers Union. Keep in mind, FACA now has more than 70 members, including numerous commodity groups, so it's probably not surprising that its recommendations are rather general in nature. And it is noteworthy that FACA has stuck to the carbon bank idea when many congressional Republicans remain resistant to the concept. I do take note, FACA's support for a carbon bank is still contingent on Congress increasing the borrowing authority of the Commodity Credit Corporation. So what's next? FACA is developing recommendations for tax credits and other tax incentives that could reward farmers for practices that reduce greenhouse gas emissions. One idea being explored is along the lines of the existing Section 45Q tax credit for carbon sequestration. You can read our report on the recommendations at agripulse.com. DEA hemp rule will have to be reviewed by appeals court, district court says. The legality of a Drug Enforcement Administration rule opposed by some of the hemp industry will have to be decided by a federal appeals court after a federal district court ruled that it could not decide the matter. The issue involves hemp extracts that temporarily exceed the three-tenths percent THC limit for industrial hemp in the 2018 Farm Bill. Many in the industry are concerned they could get caught up in DEA enforcement proceedings simply because THC levels can be elevated during processing to create legal products. 
Under the Controlled Substances Act, plaintiffs can only seek review of the DEA's interim final rule in the Court of Appeals, the federal court ruled yesterday. Customs makes a very big bust on the border. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials were inspecting a truckload of fresh strawberries on the Texas border when they discovered something extra that wasn't nearly as sweet. Hidden among the boxes of strawberries were 177 packages containing 411 pounds of methamphetamine worth roughly $8.2 million. As daunting a task as this may seem, our officers are able to effectively balance processing lawful trade while maintaining a robust enforcement posture to advance our border security mission, CBP said in a statement. Democrats work to shore up civilian climate corps support. Democratic lawmakers are competing to get their bill outlining goals of the Civilian Climate Corps included in President Joe Biden's infrastructure bill. Representative Joe Neguse, a Colorado Democrat, and Senate Finance Committee Chair Ron Wyden, the Oregon Democrat, have proposed a bill, but so have Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a New York Democrat, and Senator Ed Markey, a Massachusetts Democrat. Nagus hopes his bill, which is largely tied to forests and watersheds in the western U.S., will be included. But he noted no bill is mutually exclusive to the Biden proposal. Other bills, like Ocasio-Cortez, would support more urban projects, which he stated is fantastic, but added that all of these efforts are largely complementary of each other. Nagus spoke on a National Wildlife Federation teleconference. The White House has proposed to spend $10 billion on a new CCC program, which is modeled off the 1930s Civilian Conservation Corps. Here's today's He Said It. It's been completely misrepresented. It's come to be known in some circles as Cinco de Drinco. That's Senator Ben Huso of Logan Heights in recognizing Cinco de Mayo as celebrating Mexico's victory over colonialism. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, May 4th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.